What's up, guys? It's Emma. I'm in Montreal, and I just want to tell you about some major chicken wing drama. If you guys listen, you know that I had a run-in with someone who took a chicken wing, and they did it as a way of imposing themselves, kind of like peeing on the fire hydrant, if you will. But there was some real drama around that, and I have to walk my through that myself through jealousy. Uh, but that's not that's not why I'm updating it. That's not what the drama is. The drama is about some real oops, uh oh, uh oh, chicken wing drama, chicken wing drama, incoming. Enjoy my awkwardness. Here's some of my awkwardness for your listening pleasure. Thank you, guys. Hey, guys. So I've been dealing with, like, being really angry at this person who I used to be, like, farther along than them. And then it was really nice to them when I was. And then they passed me. When they started getting more stuff, they were, like, kind of, like, rude to me. They're not just rude to me. They got kind of a bad attitude. They're rude to a lot of people. Um... And I complain about them because I think someone's character comes out when you can't do something for you, when you they think you can't do something for them. And it's so ridiculous in this business because things ebb and flow and change. You never know who the hell is going to get what and like pop up in out of nowhere. I mean, you guys ever seen Adam Ruins Everything? I met Adam Conover years ago at open mics and and I'm like nice to everybody. But for whatever reason, I remember he hit me up about shows in Boston and I was like, yeah, this fucking guy. I didn't recommend it to him. And, I, and instead of just saying, I can't do it, I kind of sent like a like, no, nah, like, no email. And then, you know, flash cut to me auditioning for his show for like 7 million times. That was really weird. Because like, I actually like Adam's cool. I like him. I don't know why I sent that snappy email to him. Um, but other than I'm always I'm always trying to be nice. Although this was another thing where I was like, whoops, I met Ali Wong years and years ago. And she was dating someone in Boston. Surprise. That's her husband that she talks about now when he was in Harvard. She was dating someone in Boston. I was like, oh, I go to Boston all the time. So I started comedy and we were going to take the Bolt bus up together. And she was like, let me know when you're going to do it. And then I never really followed up. And then like eight years later, she's like famous as hell. She's really nice. She always remembers me when I see her around. Um, But that's all to say like this, especially in entertainment, things ebb and flow. So when someone's shitty, it's like, what are you doing? Like, man, you're really banking on never coming back down, are you? Which is what, which is like, just like, you know, no matter what you just be and being kind doesn't even mean um being friendly I had a friend in high school who was very very shy she was really pretty and she was shy so people like she's a bitch and it was like no she's shy and she got approached more than the average person because she was really pretty so especially for like rural Maine like woo so you know Pretty by understanders, but especially for rural Maine. And then she's shy. So people are like, she's a bitch. And it's like, no, and, but, but, but she still has good manners. She still treats people with respect. She still doesn't scoff, scoff at people. She still values people's time. She still doesn't steal their chicken wing. So, yeah, it's chicken wing thief, everybody. The motherfucker, big butch woman, you know, taking that wing. You know, amongst many other things that she's done that I was like, what's, what's your fucking deal, man? Why, why are you being such a chump to me? You know, I'm cool. Just don't say it. Don't say nothing if you can't say nothing nice. But don't don't fucking act too cool for school. We know each other, boy. Man. I don't know why I'm talking like that now. Meh. But anyway, so Chicken Wing Thief is getting a lot of heat right now. And she got something that I had, like, really worked hard to, like, to, you know, she, she's around. And, and it is what it is. And it's not about her. Any jealousy, I feel, isn't about her. It's about me. What is it that I, that she has that I want? What can I learn from this? How can I get it? You know, if it's not her, maybe it would be someone else. I really don't know. But it's twofold because it's like, yes, I feel insecure about it. But also she's like an ass. And also, she's not that funny. She's aight. You know, I was up for a part on Billions. And it was down to me and three other people. This is a show on Showtime. And then when 
and I went back, I went back and forth with that audition maybe like 12 times, like tons of times. And it, it got up to me meeting the producer and the director and the show creator. And then I didn't get it. When I went to go watch and see who did get it, it was an actress named Asia Kate Dillon. And when I saw her on screen, that was when I realized when someone's so fucking deserving and talented, you don't hate, you appreciate. Because I said, good for them for making that fucking choice. I'm honored I even came close to what this woman, this person, they're, I think they're gender, uh, not gender neutral. I think, they're, I think they're they. But Asia Kate Dillon, that's the actress, actor. That's, it's very hard for the dyslexic community to, to, to change these freaking pronouns. Why can't we say vagina person, penis man, but then the vagina and penis has nothing to do with it. We've all, I'm all trying to learn that. But they are so talented. So you don't hate a pre, you're like, the fucking, woo. I, I felt no jealousy in that interest. I said, I can sign up for an acting class. I said, good for billions for having them come across your path. Wow. I'm friends with Dan Soder, who's on billions. And even he was like, man, they said you did good, Emma. Um, Asia K. Dillon has a range of emotion and acting she's at, like, that, that no one even, on, like, everyone is like, wow, with them. And I was like, Oof. I watched one episode, couldn't agree more. Holy mother, don't hate, appreciate, wow. So when someone's not necessarily getting something because of an innate talent or a niceness backstage, because some people you're like, oh, well, everyone just loves to be around them and whatever it is. Then you start wondering, what's up? What's up? What's happening on the back end? Who's, who's twisting arms or whatever? So this person, like, I've seen them on stage. Sometimes they do fine. A lot of times it's it's okay. And then sometimes it's great. Um, but they they hit a niche that they represent something that there's not a lot of them out there. And I, I support that. It never gives you the right to be a dick. But maybe that's just out of fear because they're different and whatever. Whatever it is, it's not about them. It's about me. And ultimately, I wish them the best because there's room for everybody. And if, you know, whatever it is with the jealousy that you're feeling about someone, it really has nothing to do with them. And it's like, it really could just be someone else. If that, that's, it's me looking to that insecurity that I have, looking to project that emotion. You know, I was talking with my therapist about it. My therapist was like, me, you know, I mentioned that the person was big. And I was like, you know, and I'm amazed that they're so big and they're so comfortable with themselves like that. And I was like, you know, we kind of uncovered, like, I associate the times that I was, when I was really overweight, it was when I was a kid. And it was because I was, I was binge eating sugar as a coping mechanism for my parents' divorce. And I've never felt more trapped in an addiction than I did with the sugar and binge eating. And I would just, like, eat to pass out. And, you know, my struggles with, like, drinking and other stuff and stuff, nothing compares to, like, the feelings around food problems because food is everywhere you go and so many people have problems with it that it's really hard to talk about because everyone's like oh my god I know I like ate too much of this and that and it's like no it's different when you're it's the obsession it's not necessarily what you do it's why you do it and if you're doing it and you 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 say you're not going to today and then you do and then the guilt and the shame and it's just I I'm free from that now with eating like that was like something that really like went away from me like I feel so grateful for that and then years later it kind of transitioned to wanting to escape with drinking or work or whatever, or porn or whatever, but nothing felt like that pain of overeating because you wear that on your body and people could see it. So I associate that bigness for me with pain and being entrapped and scared and trapped in a way I never even felt with the acne. When, like when I had really bad skin and my skin's so clear now and I, I can't even believe it, I'm so grateful. But when I was trapped with acne, it still didn't necessarily compare to what it felt like for me when I was bigger. And it wasn't necessarily about being bigger. It was about what got me there, knowing like just how, what I was going through to put me in that place. So I was like, I'm associating all my fears around that. And then there she is. She's, she just seems like she doesn't give a fuck, you know? 
And and I maybe and I'm amazed by that. So I was like, so maybe that's why I'm so jealous. And then I was talking with someone else about it. They're like, yeah, I'm also give yourself some credit. That person's an asshole. And I was like, true, true, true. Because fuck that. I, I don't hate on anybody for being big. <laughs> nope. Never. No, hell no. If anything, that's a sensitive thing for me. You know, I got friends that have thyroid issues and I'm proud of them and they're so beautiful and I would never think twice of being like that big motherfucker. I'm only doing that because I'm just looking for things to hate on. So, <clears throat> but I went down that road because I'm trying to figure out what's going on with me in this situation, you know, and I need to wish positivity on her ultimately because uh, what, what is, what does negativity towards her do for me? Now, here's the fucking funny part. So as you all know, she really did steal a chicken wing from me. So I'm always ranting and raving, she took my wing, she took my wing, chicken wing thief. Now, when she got this big thing recently, I called my manager and I said, what are we doing? What are we not doing? Because something, she's not moving tickets on the road. What is she doing on the back end to be so hot right now? I know everyone comes and gets their moment and all that stuff. But what is it, what is she doing right now that we are not doing? Because it's not based on work ethic. This person smoking pot all day, every day, which do whatever you need to do, but it's definitely not making you, you, you know, but so it's like, what, 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 what am I doing wrong here? And I said, I know it's not about them. It's about me, but fucking chicken wing thief, blah, blah. He, the way he said, okay, Emma, I was like, huh? Then I realized something. He doesn't know she really took my chicken wing. And the person I'm talking about is a woman of color. So it seems like I'm being extremely racist and calling her a chicken wing thief because that's a stereotype against black people that they take chicken wing. It's it, not a real stereotype. I mean, that's that's something that like racist people say are like, oh, they love chicken, you know, and lots of Dave Chappelle, Michael Chabb jokes like, yeah, Wanda Sykes, like, yeah, I do like chicken and what? But I was like, oh my God, my manager thinks that I was just saying like literally the most racist, like literally me being like, I'm literally, I'm like, yeah, and you know, she fucking steals chicken. And he's like, okay, Emma. And I was like, she does. And he's like, well, let's like, let's leave that out of it. I mean, that, I can't believe you said that. And I was like, why did he read? And I was like, she does. And then afterwards I get off the phone and I go, oh my God, she's a person of color. He thinks I'm calling her a chicken wing thief because he thinks I'm fucking racist. And I said, uh, just by virtue of, you know, being white, I'm sure I have uh, uh, inclinations of whiteness that I have to dislodge, you know. I took an anti-racism class in college. You know, I, 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 I try to keep my ears wide, ears and mind wide open to be like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize that was a white privilege or whatever it is. Like, I, you know, I try. I put it, like, and, uh, but, I mean, that, I would never, that would, if the if she had taken my burrito, lollipop, uh, earphones, I would have been like, she's an earphone thief. She's a cookie thief. She took my milk. She took my Capri Sun. My chicken nuggets. But it just happened to be that she took a chicken wing. So now she's triple getting me because I'm calling her a chicken wing thief because she is a chicken wing thief looking like a fucking racist maniac calling her a chicken wing thief. But she was a chicken wing thief. But that's just happened to be what I was eating at the time she sauntered up to take that shit. Pretty funny though. That was another edition of my journal entry. Um, how awkward is that on a scale from one to ten? I'm I'm going in with a I'm going in with a eight to ten here, guys, because I was only saying it to like one or two people without catching myself as to why they were reacting like that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty freaking oopsies, oopsie daisy, pretty awkward. That's why when you spew hate, something not good's gonna come around. Oops. <laughs>